What's good, world? It's your boy, Mastermind Man, and this is another March weekday drops. We're going to jump right into it, man. But before we jump right into it, be sure to follow your boy at Master23Mind everywhere and Real Gamer on all podcast platforms and Mastermind RGTV on YouTube. And remember, like Link, climb that mountain. Don't give up. Keep going. We're going to rock into it, man. Listen, man. I come here and speak about a couple stuff. First of all, I'm a little disappointed at Gran Turismo 7. Uh, let's jump right into it. Gran Turismo, um, over the past week, past week, about, you know what I'm saying, past week, Gran Turismo 7 had uh, some unplayable, uh, basically had an unplayable game. Uh, it was basically offline, unplayable for a couple players, actually for a lot of players, and more than 24 hours. So, you know, that was a big letdown because here's the thing. I'm a little disappointed because when I played, not when I played, when I seen Gran Turismo, I was like, you know, the graphics is amazing, but for one, they don't have a lot of game modes in it. Uh, the online features is not up to par. You know what I'm saying? Um, I still got to get hands on with it, but shout out to the big brother, uh, hip hop gamer. I was watching him play it and I was like, yo, it's feel like it's missing something, you know what I'm saying? And he was kind of going through it and playing it. And one thing I don't like about him, you gotta have, you gotta go through the whole driver's license and all that. Like, Gran Turismo, this is just my opinion. Gran Turismo Seven has the potential to really be something great, but they still chose to stay with the criteria of the game stay in that atmosphere of it gotta be like this it gotta be like that it gotta be like the traditional Gran Turismo 7 we need a car game that has a little Gran Turismo a little Horizon a little um, Midnight Club a little Driver we need some type of driving game that gives us a lot of uh, like things to do in the game keep the graphics and just really an, an enjoyable car game and something we can play that's not so freaking hard because Gran Turismo 7 driver's license thing is like freaking hard that's the part I don't like about it but I love car games because of the adventure and the cars itself you know what I'm saying I love the hookup cars and Gran Turismo 7 you really can go detailed into hooking up your cars I'm a little disappointed when I read things about it being offline and unplayable for uh, more than 24 hours I was like yo they dropping the ball on Gran Turismo, man. For this to be a PlayStation exclusive, I feel like PlayStation need to uh, go ahead and set the meet with Gran Turismo guys and be like, yo, we need to change something or we finna sell you guys an Xbox <laughs> or sell you guys a Nintendo or something because they need a refreshment, man, in, in the car industry, in the car industry gaming, the gaming car industry, I say. They need, they need that whole thing need to be kind of turned around, man. So I have very high hopes for Gran Turismo 7 but after reading about it and seeing some of the things I was like man this game I don't think it's worth picking up but it's probably one of those games worth like renting or wait till it come on sale I'll probably pick it up wait till it come on sale or something maybe Black Friday or something but it's one of those games where you know what I'm saying you know your 70 or 50 bucks can be spent somewhere else better you know what I'm saying so uh, moving on man talk about this game that's just like Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy Listen, man, they had a whole dedicated state of play for this. Now, I know I'm a little bit late doing a podcast, but for those that don't know, I be outside of here, man, speaking about crypto and NFTs and whatnot. 
I said we're going to come in here and do different segments about the podcast, probably do a different completely spinoff podcast where I'll be talking about uh, crypto and whatnot. But I be in crypto 24-7 pretty heavy, and y'all know that gaming is pretty much 24-7 too, and it don't really stop. And I was supposed to come in here right when PlayStation, I was going to do a live review of this Hogwarts Legacy when they came in and did the state of play. They had a whole dedicated state of play for this. This game looks amazing. You hear me? Amazing. For the fact that, you know what I'm saying, it, it attached it attach things to a game that you would normally see in the movie of the Harry Potter movie. And for a lot of people that's big Harry Potter fans was like, yo, I don't even play video games, but I'll definitely pick this game up. And I kind of felt that way about this game because I was like, yo, I'm a, I'm not necessarily a really big Harry Potter fan, but I've seen the movies and you know what I'm saying, love adventure type games and magic and wizard type games or whatnot. So seeing this game was like, oh man, this is like the best of both worlds. You know what I'm saying? So I'm interested to see where they're going to go with it. I want to know how big the world is going to be. Um, is it going to have, I'm going to have to relook at the, the state of play because I got so much stuff wrote down on the board over here, but a couple of things that I'm not sure if they answered during the state of play, but I'm interested to see how big the world is going to be different game modes i see the combat and the uh, level up system is really good like it's i can really get into i can kind of get jiggy with um i'm i'm interested to see how it's going how the online i think they mentioned something about co-op i can't remember uh but i'm i'm, I'm pretty pumped for this game I, I got high hopes for this game and i'm hoping that this game do something great to where they can you know what I'm saying? Bring out maybe a part two of this game or something else similar like this game. Uh, because most of the times you see games like this is usually like Final Fantasy or something like that. And I use Final Fantasy as a perfect example because of the sandbox and the magical world or whatnot. So to see a game like this, not Final Fantasy, but still sandbox, magical world, I'm all for it, man. And then for the graphics to be amazing. Shout out to um, Howard's Legacy and the studio teams that's behind that game, but I'm definitely high pumped up for that. We got some Xbox topics in here. I'm gonna kind of uh, swing by real fast because I don't own an Xbox, but I wanna I want a little more understanding on it. So for those that's listening to the show, you can kind of you know, hey man, drop some comments, man. We on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Um, you can actually come onto the show too. We can have a PlayStation and Xbox, not necessarily debate. I don't want to debate because uh, I'm a gamer. I'm for all games, but uh give me a little understanding on why why about this man uh xbox to twitter uh to twitter clip sharing is removed i'm not sure why microsoft is making that move why are you removing the gamers um from twitter for it's like you can share your clips on twitter like the little 30 second clips why are they removing that i'm not quite sure uh i'm gonna try to highlight some of my xbox homies and be like yo uh you seen my clip that i posted from my playstation on twitter Oh, you can't do it on your Xbox anymore. <laughs> I'm not quite sure why they're doing it. But one cool thing the Xbox is doing is the mere fact that the Xbox Cloud Gaming uh, Beta is now available for the Steam handheld device. Now, listen, I spoke a little bit about this on the previous episode because that's pretty dope. That opens up the doors for just Xbox Game Pass. We're now seeing Xbox Game Pass on, you know what I'm saying, PC, 
mobile, Apple, now the Steam handheld device. Listen, man, Xbox is on to something, man. I will give it that. I will give you that. So for all the Xbox fans, come on the show. Let's talk, man. Only for the love of gaming, not for the hate of gaming. <laughs> I don't want no console wars and no debate over here. But um, I don't own the Xbox, so I'm like, yo, what's up with the whole Twitter thing? And but y'all doing some good things over here. But wait a minute, y'all got TV shows. Wait a minute. Speaking of TV shows, the Halo, the Halo TV uh, series. Listen, man. It costs 10 million, 10 million per episode. Listen, what are you doing in these episodes, yo? <laughs> like, uh, um, the, the 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 chef, what is it, the chef guy, chief, uh, the chief guy, man? Listen, man, he got. I want to. Why are you spending 10 million per episodes? Isn't there like 12 episodes? Y'all do the math. But to see Xbox, I, I, I elaborate on a lot of these things because. To see Xbox, you know what I'm saying, have some downfalls, pros, cons, do this, do that. Sony is doing the exact same thing. And speaking of Sony doing the exact same thing, Sony also purchased another, uh, bought up another studios. I don't know too much about this gaming studio, but I'm going to speak a little bit about that on the next episode of the podcast. Like I said, all this stuff is happening so fast in gaming, but it's very cool to see that Microsoft is doing their own little thing and really opening up the doors for Xbox um, Game Pass and to see PlayStation also buying up studios and really like pretty much doubling down on AAA title games and really just having a fun place to play it. And Xbox, no matter where you play, you're still going to be in the Xbox um, community and the Xbox ecosystem, which is a very exciting ordeal to kind of go with. And for PlayStation to not necessarily be mobile all over the place, not like Xbox Game Pass on most, but to still have a great place to play. And for gamers like me that grew up on PlayStation and Nintendo, you know what I'm saying? We still have that history and that love for PlayStation. So it's pretty excited because to see Halo TV show costing that much per episode, it's like, yo, Uncharted, the new movie, made bukus of money. Let's not forget that. February has been an amazing month for PlayStation. Uh, we got Forbidden West. This, it, it done really well. The Uncharted uh, movie is done really well. And speaking of, let's just slide into TV shows and, and movies real fast. We got a Resident Evil show coming to Netflix. Now, that has nothing to do with Sony, but I'm just a big Resident Evil fan. We have a, Resident, a new Resident Evil series coming to Netflix, which is, oh uh, man, can't wait for it. Um, it's some other PlayStation stuff. Oh, and also remember the rumors. Uh, I believe last year or beginning of this year, we may get a um, Forbidden West like movie or TV show. A lot of the games that's coming out, uh, God of War was another one. Time I getting that one. Last of Us is also that's we know for a fact Last of Us is coming, but up in the rumors was God of War and Horizon Forbidden West, not necessarily Forbidden West, but just the whole genre of uh, Horizon Forbidden Done. Uh, that'll actually be really, really dope. Make sure y'all follow me on Twitch, Nas239, when I be broadcasting Forbidden West, because the thing is, look, think about it. All of the things that we discovered on Forbidden West and even the first uh, version of the game, all of the things that we discovered on the game, think about it, all that content in that game, 
they can tell us what happened in a TV series, what happened before the game, and little parts of what's going on in the game and after the game. Enough content in the game itself, because they kind of break it down. You know when you find all these different artifacts and different things you scan, the different audio logs, that can easily, I wouldn't say easily, but that can really be turned into a content that can be used for a movie or a TV show. Now, we have to say a TV show because so they can take their time with it, but if they do a movie, they may drop the ball because Horizon got too much to kind of fit in and tell, and a lot of your movies is usually like maybe an hour, 45 minutes, two hours, maybe three hours if you're looking at Avengers or whatnot, but you have to kind of rush things a lot of times when you're doing a movie. That's why I think TV shows uh, would be better, a better option. And Horizon would be an amazing TV show. So I think there's something, there was some rumors that we heard. They may do a movie or a TV show. I think they should do a TV show. That'd be awesome. And for us to get The Last of Us TV series already, I think like two seasons already. Uh, already. It's not out yet, but we're getting two seasons maybe. That's pretty dope because these are stories that you can really put into a TV show or a movie and really they're really good storytelling games now for Ben West the story in it I don't want to get too deep into it because I'm going to do a solo podcast really deep diving into for Ben West the game but just the ideal of the story mode how could they bring it to a TV show is the story mode on for Ben West and even just Horizon all, all together uh, the story mode is okay but a lot of times when you're playing the game and doing the side quests and doing everything else or just enjoying the game, you kind of tend to get a little lost in the story. So if they can piece all of this stuff together and make it as a TV show, it'll be so great. I guarantee you all of the content we got in that game, they can at least do three or four seasons. So, you know, if the rumors is true, let's make it a TV show and let's make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Because great games like The Last of Us has awesome stories. But again, getting so lost in the game, exploring and side missions, you tend to kind of get a little stirred away from the story. But with the TV show, you can dive heavy into the story and really uh, show the, 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 the passion that we want to see, especially the gamers. You know what I'm saying? I love it to see games that comes to TV show or movie, especially if they're good because I'm like, yo I remember that, but when I was playing the game, I got so caught up in the game, I wasn't able to really uh, enjoy it or appreciate it as I wanted to, but to see it in a movie or a TV show, I really appreciate that, so I think it's a double uh, it's a double hit, a double whammy for all of the gamers, so I really hope that's something that they do um, PlayStation doing a great job and like I said the Uncharted movie is doing great could they have done an Uncharted TV series possibly most definitely possibly because we have what four Uncharted games three or four we got four Uncharted games um, and that's not even including Lost Legacy the spinoff I don't think but um, I got another I got another screen over here I know it's a little weird with the camera here but I'm looking here but um they possibly could have slid that into a TV show. But for the mere fact that movie did over 300 million worldwide, 
great job. Uh, I often say great job, Nintendo. Great job, Sony. <laughs> speaking of Sony, we're getting uh, going past movies and TV shows as we want to dive in a little bit. But speaking of Sony, Roblox is coming to PS5 and PS4. Now, listen, I don't know too much about Roblox, but I do know, hey, these guys in the stock market, like I told y'all before, I damp a little bit in the stock market and the crypto market and whatnot, but this is a very popular game with kids. And it's just now coming to PlayStation. Already with millions of users ready to just kick butt. You know what I'm saying? So it's more of a kid version of like Call of Duty, it's the first person shooter or whatnot, maybe third. I actually play I actually play I actually played Roblox one or two times, but don't really remember it because it was like, yo, what is this? <laughs> take me back, take me back to Call of Duty. What is this? <laughs> but for the main fact it's coming to PlayStation, yo. We got another Fortnite on our hand, folks. <laughs> uh, moving on. I got some stuff on this board. I actually, um, like I said, the PlayStation Studio, I'm going to come back into that because they're looking to buying up more studios. And I want to know, I want to do my research on the studio they just bought up. So I'm not going to speak on that just yet. But, yo, for the mere fact they're buying up these studios, hey, hey, Yvonne, let's go, let's go. As long as I get... As long as we get some Resident Evil 4 remake, which we know we're gonna get now because of the leaks and the rumors, and possibly remake of Metagas Solid. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. But those are my two hopes for this year, my top two for hopes of this year. But um we got uh something else I was reading about the FSR 2.0, no machine learning. Make sure y'all look into that. I said it again. The AMD FSR 2.0. Apparently, that's supposed to improve the graphics or whatnot and do something with the graphics, but it's not using machine learning. That's pretty dope. Because if your graphics is improved, even um, without using machine learning, oh man, we got a whole nother ball game of graphics on our hand. You're basically... It's basically saying something that's 1080p gonna look like it's 4K. Shout out to the homie Hip Hop Gamer again. I know I give him a lot of shout outs, man. He's a big dog. But shout out to Hip Hop Gamer again because he actually spoke. He, he be speaking about a lot of this stuff and he's partnering with AMD. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty interested to see how this go and what they do with this because if you're able to make something that's 1080p look like 4K, yo. That is actually pretty dope. And see me, I'm a 4K guy. I, I'm not going for it. I'm tired of 1080p. I feel like everything out now should be just 4K, 60 frames. Anything next gen, we don't need no 1080p, 30 frames. We don't need no 1080p, 120. We need 4K, 60 frames, period. Or 4K, 120. If you give me 8K, 30 frames, possibly. But give me my 4K, 60 frames, 120. I'm, I'm big on that, man. I feel like uh, no excuses because there's too much power in these consoles to still be pushing out something that's 10, 15 years old of power. But when you change the conversation to FSR 2.0, no, no machine learning, and we're able to pull off something that 1080p, but look like it's 4K? Whoa, 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 whoa. Everybody come back to the table. <laughs> so do your research on that. 
Um, I'm gonna have to do more research on that because if they can push out a firmware update to all of the PS5s, because it's using it's using AMD chips. Let's keep keep that in mind. On the new Xboxes uh, uh, and PS5s, they're using AMD. So if AMD can ship out, send out a firmware update uh, with the play with the consoles, and somehow improve these graphics or implement this FSR 2.0 or whatever, yo, that's dope. And speaking of firmware updates or just updates, period. Check this. I was testing out uh, a beta. PlayStation sent me another beta to test out on the PS5 or whatnot. And yo, I be finding bugs, y'all. Tap in with me. Um, there's a particular bug. I think I spoke about it in the last episode, but that's a particular. It's fixed now. But um, I can't wait to send me another beta so I can find some more bugs. But there was a particular bug in the console to where. Um, what was it? It was something, it did something with my HDR. And I have a Sony television. And it also disabled something in my television. I was like, yo, what the world going on? The V, I think it was the VSS or the VRR. Something is some technology that's not in the Sony PlayStations when it first shipped. But the beta version that they uh that they had me to test out, it was in it. And it may be on the upcoming update for the PS5 coming soon. But basically what I'm saying is it, they can just send out these updates. They can just send out these firmware updates or especially firmware updates to these uh, hard, the hardware components that's inside of these box boxes or whatnot. That's a word. <laughs> but the thing is, it screwed up something in the television and also the HDR on the console. So, that let me know, yo, I mean, I already knew, but yo, y'all can just send out different updates to enable a lot of stuff that PlayStation don't come equipped with. If I'm not mistaken, the Xboxes has the capability of the uh, VS, let me, let me, let me, hold on one second, let me look up this, let me make sure I give y'all the, what is it, VRR? tech or vss it's some particular like uh some particular i think it's vrr yeah it's vrr that's what it is baby we're on the right track all right so that when i was testing this stuff out i'm like yo all y'all pretty much got to do because xbox already has this feature sitting out the update to enable these features and other features firmware updates to improve the graphics or speed or whatnot so on down the road i think a lot of stuff is going to be possible with these next gen consoles or should i say current gen i should start speaking in current gen it's going to be possible on down the road and it's going to be great for gaming that's all i'm gonna say you know what i'm saying so pretty pumped for that man um see if something else uh, oh, and also when I was talking about the Gran Turismo 7, the issue with Gran Turismo 7, um, this is something I just I just put these abbreviation of words up here. Online DRM. Y'all go do your research on that and kind of look into that and you tell me what you think in the comments or whatever. I'll probably come back and speak on that on the next podcast or whatnot. But basically, games like that to where they require uh, you to 
updated online or require you to have online uh, to even play the game, even after you purchase the game, that's a problem that needs to be fixed in gaming. Uh, so just we'll just table that and y'all um, do a little more research on that. And before I get out of here, listen, we are getting a new Witcher's game, folks. Running on Unreal Engine 5. Oh, boy, boy, boy. I wanted to say that for last, for the mere fact that if PlayStation, if, if AMD can send out a firmware update for this FSR 2.0 and they get this whole VRR situated, for those wondering about what is VRR, just go look it up. I don't have time to tell you right now, but it's, it's uh, something with refresh rate or something like that. I can't remember. But if they can... Um, send out an update and for all this stuff to improve the graphics or whatever listen man witchers is already witchers is already an amazing looking game if you go play witchers 3 the graphics still look good and they you know what i'm saying even if you're playing it on ps4 pro it still looks good playing it on the 5 it still looks good i even seen it on pc maxed out settings listen man the new one that's coming out running in Unreal Engine 5. Oh man, I can't wait. Why well, I can't wait? I cannot wait. Because Witches has always been one of those games where, wait a minute, get this game in my hand. Listen, man, I spent over probably three or four hundred hours in the Witchers on Witchers 3. I'm not going to even front. I done beat the game probably two times, maybe. Um yeah. Hey, you don't believe me? Look it up on YouTube. I always document everything I play. <laughs> but the game has... So this is the thing. is When the new Witchers come out, I'm hoping that they don't make the same mistakes that they made with Witchers 3. But see, this is the thing. With Witchers 3, it was entirely too long. It was overwhelming. Now, these are good things that can eventually turn to bad things later on. So... I was I love open world big amazing games. So when I got my hands on the games like Witcher's 3 and it was so so vast it was like oh I can go here I can go there There's so much world Witcher's 3 is by far one of the biggest games for its map base like you're looking at map map size GTA um Horizon's pretty 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 big Assassin's Creed um but Witcher's 3 got them all beat Witcher 3 is the by far the biggest and probably the longest game. So if they can make the next the next one, you know what I'm saying, make the AI a lot more smarter, uh, keep the world size big, but don't overwhelm us with so much. And give us some type of complete, complete addition to where if you give us a big world, the people that bought the complete addition or like the season pass or whatnot, you can start using all of this world space for different updates, newer future updates. Um, they can start doing things in the game, kind of like Assassin's Creed. You know how every like holiday or New Year's or Christmas or anything come around in Assassin's Creed, they try to put these real things, real holidays or things inside of the game of Assassin's Creed. I feel like if the new Witcher's game go down that path, That'll be so great for the game. So the graphics we already know are gonna be on point. 
one thing The Witcher 3 had a problem was the bugs. They had a lot of bugs. And keep in mind, these are the same guys that made Cyberpunk 2077. Now, Cyberpunk 2077, um, for those that have been following the podcast for all these years, man, Cyberpunk 2077 was a very highly anticipated game. And I had high hopes for it, but it did not turn out the way it's supposed to turn out. So they dropped the ball big time on that one. A lot of people lost faith in the uh, the development team, which is the same team that's making these new Witchers. So you may see it on Twitter. I actually seen it on Twitter. Like, do you do you you still got faith in these guys to make a great game like the Witchers? Yeah, man, most definitely. They dropped the ball on Cyberpunk 277, but you know that don't mean that you know they they they're just not good at making good great games. And let's not get it twisted. Cyberpunk 2077 was still a pretty, you know, pretty cool game. I didn't too much like it because it's first person, but still was a pretty cool game. I actually played it in the trailer. They let us, they even, hey, demo, play the demo. We'll make up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm pumped for the new Witchers, man, and for the fact that it's running on, on Unreal Engine 5. Boy, let's go. We're going to get on out of here, man, because Anchor kicking me on out. Anchor, y'all need to fix that. We're going to keep the tape rolling on YouTube, though. But uh, for all the Anchor people, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Follow the podcast, Real Gamer, right here. Y'all see it on YouTube. Real Gamer on all podcast platforms. And we are on Twitch, Master23Mind, and Master23Mind everywhere, IG, MastermindRGTV on YouTube also. And uh, I'll be going live on Twitch tonight. The two games I'll be going back and forth is Call of Duty Cold War League Play. Uh, definitely be in the league playing, trying to rank up. And Forbidden West playing the story mode. And full Forbidden West podcast uh, deep dive review is coming real soon. Y'all stay tuned for that. Um, that's all I got for right now. And I'll be back for more. Anchor, we out. Game on, people.